Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker. And in this week's episode, the boys run into some old friends. Paizo's own Jason Keeley, and also author of The Ruined Clouds, the very adventure they're running right now, and friend of the show, Rob Tremarco, are back and playing the same characters from episode 28. How on earth they manage to find themselves in the middle of nowhere, and what do they need from the Roll for Combat crew? Find out this week. Also this week, you can still enter the free trip to PaizoCon contest where you get a free trip to PaizoCon, free hotel, free airfare, free con ticket, and free banquet ticket, probably a t-shirt, and you get to play in a game of Grimmer Space with myself, some Roll for Combat people, and Sean Astin himself, the co-creator and co-writer of Grimmer Space. So a few quick show notes. I believe last week I kept saying his name was Sean Austin instead of Sean Aston. I am sorry about that. I had Aston on the mind for some reason. I'm not exactly sure, and some people called me out on that. I apologize tremendously, and I might even go back to the old episode and edit that out because whoopsie. Well, anyhow, sorry about that, Sean. And a few more notes about Grimmer Space. You can look it up. It's GrimmerSpace.com. It's going to be kickstarted in a few months, and it is a graphic horror setting for the Starfinder universe, where it goes full hard R. Let me tell you, I actually ran the Richard Pet Adventure last night as a playtest, and even the quote light portion was pretty gnarly. I didn't even get into the whole body horror area where it's just, oof, it's just really, really gross. But man, is it fun. But if you win the contest, you can play a game with me and a whole bunch of other people, as well as having it broadcast on the Paizo Twitch stream from PaizoCon. How about that? Again, just listen to episodes 70 to 76, answer the questions. Go to the contest entry form, which you can get at paizocon.rollforcombat.com. Fill it out and submit it. I have gotten less than a dozen entries already in one week. Now, I'm not too worried. We still got time. We still got a little bit less than a month to enter. But last time, I had hundreds and hundreds of entries. So I guess people don't want to go to Paizocon for free for some reason this year. Oh, well. Fine by me. Those 12 or so people who entered, they have a much better chance of winning. So, yeah, don't enter. Don't go to PaizoCon for free. Fine by me. I'm going either way. By the way, the people here on the show today, Mr. Jason Keeley and Mr. Rob Tremarco, they are both going to be at PaizoCon, and Rob himself is going to be playing the Grimmer Space Adventure with us. 
As for Jason Keeley, I'll try to get him to play if he has time. He's kind of busy at PaizoCon since, you know, he kind of works for Paizo. But if he can play, I'm going to get him on that adventure too. Anyhow, let's start the show and let's see what trouble these guys can get into this week. Here we are, back at Roll for Combat, and we are finishing up the Maze of Ghosts. Last we left off, the guys were getting attacked by some crazy holographic creature that was giving them fits and conniptions, and then it came and disappeared, and came and disappeared, and then it just appeared again, and they just decided, let's rush through this thing and get to the end. They found this crazy shrine. They found another flat triangular crystal lying amongst the offerings. They decoded it. And in addition to all of that crazy shenanigans, we have two guests of the show joining us this week. We have Jason Keeley from Paizo, who is a Starfinder developer. Hello. Hello, Jason. Thanks so much. We actually have Jason on the show because A, he's our friend, and B, he wrote this module. He wrote this entire adventure from Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrel. So anything that happens is only his fault, which is nice. Yes, blame me. He'll, in essence, kill himself, which is great. I'm just a messenger. That's all. And then we also have Gentleman Thief, Rob Tremarco, friend of the show. Hello, Rob. Oh, hello. Hello. Rob Tremarco. Yes. Rob will be, uh, I guess... Jason and Keeley uh, and Rob always seem to come as, like, a pair. It's like Nick and Knack or, like, I don't know, like, Batman and Robin. Who's Batman and who's Robin in this case? Tango and Cash. Hopefully without the yeah. tights. We're more like Tango and Cash, but we do wear tights. Mm, yes. Even better. You know, we, we've, been play- we've been playing together for so long, Jason, right, that uh, we tend to finish each other's sandwiches. That's right. I, I did like the introduction for the both of you. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. We have introduced Jason Keeley, a Paizo developer, and Rob Tamarco, who is also here. Yes, yep. he is. <laughs> Rob <laughs> Tamarco, person. Who also happens to be here. John Statz is playing the Vask soldier, Mo Dupinski. I used to do gaming things. He did stuff. I did he stuff. Did stuff. He was president of a company. I was president. Yeah, briefly. Rob Tremarco, president of a company that is actually does not relate to this. Rob Tremarco, carbon-based life form. <laughs> Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Tremarco, mouth breather extraordinaire. Oh, the mouths I've breathed from. Well, with that since we had carpet-related technical problems. Let's get right into it, shall we? So last we left off, you guys were here in the Maze of Ghosts with your new body, Akiro, who seems to have the luck of the gods with him because ever since he joined the party, nothing has been... Everything's been coming up roses. Every roll is good. Every damage is max. You guys don't even know what to do. You've never seen things this happy. It's it's like a whole new day. Yeah, Mo's pretty happy. I think he's uh, gonna skip th- back through the maze on on the way out. This this was this was a lot of fun. Before you start skipping through the maze, we have the flat triangle crystal, and you guys deciphered it. I believe you deciphered it last time, right? 
Yeah, we got some yep. paragraphs sure. of uh, text. So you got some text, and with your computer skill and being able to summarize and do a reverse IP lookup of where the servers are, you believe that they're way, way in the northwest region of this land. That's the good news. The bad news is the northwest region is gone, and there's only small pieces of land left that are there. So hopefully it's still there and not like, I don't know, deep in the bowels of the gas giant. But I guess you'll find out. I wouldn't worry about it too much. It's gone, McReady. Can you repair it? No, it's gone. (laughs) Always with you. I'm just the messenger. Chris Beamer is playing the tiefling technomancer, Akiro the Just. Who are you? I'm Akiro the Just. Just what? The one true god of contracts and law. Uh-oh. Here are the just. Also carbon-based life form. Uh, thiefling, yes. Su- somewhat superior. Well, if by superior you mean demonic and literally infernal. I was going to say, uh, are, are no, tieflings... Not, 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 not demonic. Not demonic. Infernal, perhaps. Are, are tieflings known for their commitment to justice? Uh, not so much justice, but perhaps law. Eh. Okay, so we're diametrically opposed. Is what you're trying to say. Are you chaotic neutral? No. Okay. Well, we have an issue. Uh, I am not committed to anything that complicated. So while you guys are arguing over semantics and lawfulness, to the south, you see the holographic image appear once again. This time, instead of it being a small 5 by 5 hologram, he's gigantic. 10 by 10, Ah. filling up the entire room. And he seems to have flames coming off of him demonic in a way almost as if he's possessed by demons himself he looks over to you points to you akiro and says you have desecrated the shrine i will destroy and as he starts saying that all the power goes up oh that's funny but he's still there he disappears? Oh. And he disappears, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Someone pulled the plug. Oh, nice. I was going to say, that is perfect. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here before the power comes back. And then you hear, oh, like, oh, oh, always, oh, hold on. you hear, like, hold someone, on. like, like, like stumbling <laughs> through the hallways, making a lot of noise. And you hear someone's like, hello? Hello? Guys? Hello? Uh, we're oh, back. Hello. We're over here. Hello? I say, hey, we're over here. Hi. The lights went out. Yeah, our uh, so lights. We have our suits on. Our suits do have a light source. So, if we're just looking around the corner, uh, uh, we are at least providing a light source for uh, these guys. Mo is going to uh, put his uh, pike in a uh, defensive uh, position here, but oh, there's green borders around their portraits. He's he's not going to be too. Uh, I also uh, have out my pike, and I put mine in a defensive stance, and I gently tap his pike. Oh, very. I respect, I salute your choice of weapon, sir. Hey. Excellent, excellent choice of weapon. We're pike uh, bros. Well, yeah. my, my standard thing to do whenever I run into anyone is I'm going to A, make a diplomacy roll, and then I'm going to lie to you. So let's get that out of the way. So these two fellows, you recognize these guys. Although they're completely dressed in reaver gear aka cultist gear and in fact the guy behind the big dude has lots of skulls on him and other trophies 
you 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 kind of recognize these guys. You have you have an inkling you've seen them and met these guys before. Yeah, I hey, recognize Wait a names. minute. Hey, you guys. those idiot cops. Oh no. Meat. Uh, you yeah, these these uh, mooks look familiar, don't they? They are. They, these are the guys we helped out by one time. Yeah. Who'd have thought we'd end up uh, running into them here? Are you guys uh, cultists? Because that's not going to go good. I'm, I'm actually dressed. Akira in the back, on the left side, is dressed in full occultist garb. Armor, spikes, skulls, all, all the similar accoutrements. Uh, okay, I point at Akira and I say, he's a cultist. The rest of us, though, have arrested him. Yeah, except uh, nobody can actually see you, uh, Rusty. You're, you're you're behind Mo and and uh, the mouse and. Uh, I, you, you just, sir. I'm of course not a cultist. You know my story. Oh, I actually wasn't really paying attention earlier. Wait, what is your uh, story? I infiltrated the cultists. Oh, uh, on boy. orders of the Starfinder Society, as I've uh, written and documented orders, which I have produced before. So you should pay attention, Rusty. Oh. Was I supposed to listen? Now these two, these two, I saw on the cultists with the cultists. So we got to be a little, I'm a little suspicious of them. Wait a minute, hold on. What? I saw them on the ship. That's funny. You infiltrated the cultists. We infiltrated the cultists on behalf of uh, Castroville police. We're kidding. Mm. Uh, Mo is asking uh, Dr. Tuttle and Rusty, have we infiltrated the cultists too? And I didn't know it. <laughs> Maybe you're cultist now and you don't even know it. Yeah, Moe's going to go along with... Uh, he's, he's he's pretending that he has also, also uh, infiltrated the cultists until someone actually brings him up. Go speak. ahead. Uh, have a snack, Mo. That might help. Yeah. So Akiro and Meats and Lasko all recognize each other. You, you saw each other on the cultist ship. And obviously you all were uh, stranded here somehow and have met up. So have at it. I, I think we need to see some ID from these two. I'm not 100% sure. I know who, I know that I'm not a cultist. That's exactly what a cultist would say. Actually, yeah. that's not what a cultist would You're say. You're dressed like a cultist. pretty proud of being a cultist of the devourer. I'm wearing a fedora. I am not a cultist. Unless they were really one of those high-ranking cultists, in which case they're definitely probably adult cultists. Akira is also holding a cultist's uh, disintegration rifle. Liquidator. Just like a cultist. Mm. God. Uh, well, uh, Meats and Lasko, uh, I think it's great that you're here to take point for the rest of our mission. Um, and, and we're really happy to have you for that role. Wait a minute. I don't Wait know. A minute. That's that's part of my know. job, too. Uh, I'll keep you safe. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, you may recognize them. I don't. I mean, I just recognize them as being on the cultist ship. I don't, I don't know of any other dealings you may have had with them. Yeah, uh, Mo is going to tell Akira, uh, these guys are all right. Uh, don't be afraid. They're, they're, they're cool. They're cool. Oh, no, I didn't they, say I was they, afraid. They've helped us. Yeah, you don't need to quake in your boots. These guys ah. have helped us through a couple scrapes back in, uh, uh, was it Absalom? I can't uh, remember. Yeah. Castroville. Back on Castroville. Okay, all right. Yeah, I knew it was way back then. Uh, you guys, uh, how you been doing? You uh, rising up in the ranks? Are you guys undercover? Like, uh, well, what uh, what would uh, do you guys? Well, like, should we like treat you like? Uh, uh, are we gonna blow your cover? Like, pretending that you know you're not cultists? And... No, no, no. That that's uh, that's long past. We um, okay. We got stranded here on this uh, floating rock. Like, uh, maybe the rest of you, you all got a ship. Yeah. Apparently, they apparently they have a ship. I'm stranded. We got here. ship 2.0 is what we got. 
Yeah, we. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if we have any extra rooms, but I mean, you could always just sleep on the engine room. That's fine. Actually, uh, though, uh, we you uh, since we helped you out, maybe you could return the favor and help us out. Uh, we got a um emergency transport uh, that we can get to. It's just that uh, we don't know where it is. We got a ah. tracker. We got a tracker, but the tracker it's a it's a little uh, something's up with it. It's a little mobile at the moment. Yeah. Hmm. It's a oh the tracker itself is somewhere. Who tracks the tracker? So where's that at? There's a uh, building nearby. We think it's in. Oh, right, Steven? There's some some place nearby. Yeah, there's um, these guys have an emergency ship nearby that can bring them back. But the problem is, is that you need to call the ship because it's in stealth mode. So even if you guys got into your ship, you couldn't find it. So that's oh. sort of the problem. The good news is they have a tracker that can call the ship to their location and bring them home. The bad news is that somebody lost a tracker. The good news is you have a way to pinpoint the tracker and get it, kind of like Lojack. The bad news is the tracker has been moving around, so someone or something obviously found this tracker and has been doing something with it. And it went into a big old scary rundown, decrepit building. So uh, there you go. I bet you a space monkey has it. That's what the always seems to be. The space monkeys are playing with it and you guys just probably or like space dog or something. Yeah, yeah, you've seen those monkey dogs that the yeah. uh, kiss around here. Maybe one of those got it. Yeah. Well, um, we'll we'll help you find it. We are definitely uh, on a mission. Uh, we're taking these keys to uh, uh, let's see, a foundry, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, um, I walk up. To, Kira walks up to what is your name? Lasco, Detective Lasco. Oh, Detective Lasco. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's above the picture. All right, Detective Lasco. I I do appreciate men of <laughs> the law, um, but I am a stickler for uh, formality, so I do wish to see your ID and your badge number. Well, I'm not going to be carrying my badge around exactly when I'm undercover, because that's uh, one of the first ways. Look, uh, I got it here in my com. Actually, we call it up. Yeah. All right. I'd like to take a look at that. Uh, Akiro, also... I show him some official papers. Excellent. I do. Excellent. I do appreciate that. And am I being detained or am I free to go? Oh no, no, no! If you have these these uh, knuckleheads vouch for you, it's fine. Yeah, uh, I, I'm actually going to vouch for both sides of this right here. Uh, Akiro, as much as I've been sort of ribbing them as they've arrived, these are old friends of ours who certainly helped us out in the past. And yeah, guys, this is Akiro who we met, I think, like an hour ago. Yep. And so far, he hasn't tried to kill us. So, th- so I want to vouch for him that way. Did you say you infiltrated the the cultists on behalf of the Starfinders? Did you actually say that out loud, or did you? I, I did say that out loud. Yes, everyone does know that. I actually have a. I well, that's shake a, a, a data pad uh, from Chessex explaining what my role was to be from 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 the dice company Chessex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Expensive, but worth it. Yes, I I did infiltrate because uh, for me, I mean it's. It's, this cult is an aberration to all, but it is a goes against everything that I believe in, and they must be completely destroyed and all trace of them completely wiped from the universe. Well, our mission wasn't uh, that overreaching, but we needed to find out what they were doing on Castrobel. We found out a couple things, but um, yeah, kind of took us uh, far, far from home. Yeah, and and how did you get here? Like, like your how did you lose your tracker? They were on the ship. Well, yeah, I know, I know from the ship, but like, what was the mission? Can you talk about what your mission here was? It anything specific, or did you just general infiltration, fact finding mission? Yeah, well, we just needed to know what they were doing on Castrovel. You all tracked them down over in Ukalam. Remember that the temple you uh, uh, we heard about? Um, we yeah. wanted to know 
what they're uh, what they're what they're what they were up to. So uh, our boss had us uh, infiltrate a cell, and they kind of uh, bounced around a bit from ship to ship, and we ended up on this uh this ship. So they basically managed to skip the entire trip to Eox and get ahead of us. Well, we had a little, uh, you know, we had to do some uh, some bad stuff, we had to do some unsavory stuff just to uh, to get to get them to trust us. Well, that's right. why I'm here. My middle name is Unsavory. That's right. Meet <laughs> Unsavory uh, Nahuta. Nahuta. Have you ever gone by Unsav as like a nickname? No, not Meats. Not, Meats is my nickname. I I don't have. I can't have two nicknames legally. Ah, sorry. Castravel is still an alien planet to me. I don't understand it very well. Oh, there's a lot of laws I'm going to tell you about during this whole trip. Excellent. I'd like to hear them. Uh, before we get going, uh, Steve, a GM question. Were there some uh, computer consoles here that we just didn't investigate uh, before? I don't want to turn around and leave. Were there some computer interfaces that we didn't check out that were here? No. Um, you guys can always come back. You got the main quest item, which is the key card, and be able to figure out like where the security code is, which is in the uh, in the northwest corner. But for now, if you could help these guys out, and then you can do that because this will probably take uh, you know just a few a few hours, quick hours, uh, an hour or two, just yeah. to help get these guys out and get them out of here because you don't have room on your ship, and these guys need to get home. Well, Mo is going to start skipping. He says, guys, go. let's walk this way. And he's going to start skipping down the hallways. If I could walk that way, I wouldn't be part of the, the, the cultists of our. Uh, I am. Wait, wait, wait. Not that way, Mo. No, that's the right way. Yeah, that is the right. right way. I'll move us out. Here. Don't be afraid, uh, Rusty. I'm just following the rest of you. And I'm keeping an eye on this new guy whom I don't trust. Who is that? Uh, oh, sorry. You heard me. I meant these other two guys, obviously. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Hey, uh, what happened to the, um, oh, God, what was his name? It was another Lashanta. Uh, I know his name. Jumanji? Sorry, who? who? <laughs> What's his name? It was Pierogi. 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 How's per- what happened to Pierogi? I doesn't sound familiar. Could you? Oh, maybe I was mistaken. We've met a lot of people over- along the way. Um, I can't remember who you're talking about specifically. Something. No. All right. We won't okay, talk about uh, it at all. Probably was short nothing. Guy, short guy. He was a dwarf. Is that who you mean? No. If you're talking about Hiroji. Uh, he kind of oh, got. Uh, right. He had a little bit of an interstellar portal accident. Um, probably his best. Oh yeah. Shoved him out there of the lock. There might be lawsuits pending. Transporter yeah. malfunction. Yeah. Tuttle's got a lawyer up. He uh, he said he led Hiroji to As believe. As the person who operated the controls, it would be best if I don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mo will explain. As uh, Tuttle, now he's going to try to do this. Uh, uh, Tuttle um, uh, led Hiroji to believe that the uh, health station, uh, that this healer thing that you climb into and seal yourself in f- for an hour was safe and uh, Hiroji went in and he came out he was healed and he was nice and shiny but then he vanished mysteriously like a couple seconds after he got out and we can only assume he went to another dimension so you know Sounds oh. like he got so, so greased up he slipped through the dimensions maybe so <laughs> that's what uh, my parents told me when uh, my pet he got real sick, and they said he went to a, a different dimension in, a, in from a, in a healing pod. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're probably together yeah, right that, now playing. That happens. Yeah, Hiroji's probably they're together right now playing. He's happy. Hiroji and my pet, 
my pet Glork. There's a good chance he's not coming back. I, I, yes, that happens to a lot of pets. I, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what happened. He's thirty years ago. And yeah, and actually, I understand in the place they go to, they live for very, very long. Very long time, and Her- and Heroge is there with him. Anywho, sorry, that's, a, who again? that's a good oh, thought. Heroge. Right? Yeah, him. God. You know, you know. The funny thing is, I actually wrote a small side adventure. I don't even need to run it. You guys can just <laughs> I'm talk sorry. For the next two hours, and we'll just do that. That that will be the episode. Just you guys. It's funny. I don't care. It's just funny. So, as you guys kibitz the whole way through the town, you walk approximately uh, fifteen minutes through some of the uh, you know dilapidated and broken down area, and then you come to a large building, very ominous looking. There seems to be charcoal marks all over the building and they all appear to be warnings they say in kashili danger and things like do not enter and air of the dog air <laughs> of the dog um, you know you know yeah yeah things like that yeah, yeah, don't don't worry about any that's of that, that building stuff you see. that's all over the building it's all written in the charcoal so in the in like it's all over one building, not the whole city. Yes, right? yes, just this one building that uh, that you track the uh, the little receiver into. And there's, does that building have a door? Yes, you guys are standing in front of the door right now to the west. And above the door, you think you can make out what this place is called. If someone wants to do a oh, perception okay. check, or perhaps sure. a I do speak both dialects. I can still do my comprehend languages spell as well. Ah, that too. Well, I, speak, that too. I speak the language, so. Yeah, I, I saw a moderately okay amount of stuff. Yeah, you know what? Most pretty confident he can conquer anything that's inside. Oh, there we go. Well, I'm sorry. Whoa, what was that? Keely. <laughs> Keely rolled a 38. I'm very perceptive. I'm a detective. Yikes. Whoa. I'm, I'm patting myself down to see if I have anything incriminating visible. Akiro also can see it. He reads it carefully, and it says in the ancient, you know, the, the original, Xenomorph Quarantine and Research. Me, yeah. I got a bad feeling about this place. Sounds like just a bunch of double talk to me. You guys Sounds, like another, sounds like another bug hunt to me. Yeah. You always say that. Uh, what's a Xenomorph? I think we need to lay down a suppressing fire with the incinerators and fall back to the troop carrier. All right, let's lock and load. Do you open the door? I am covering Mo. Yeah, Mo is more than happy to open up the door. You open the door. This is eerie silence that sort of bathes you. There appears to be a thick layer of dust and grime, as if this place has not been disturbed in eons upon eons. Light fixtures hang from the ceiling, but they're off and provide no illumination. The doors appear to be closed to the east, and there's double doors to the south. There also appears to be some growth to the north, vegetation, but you're not exactly sure. You'll have to step in to get a better feel for what you see. Oh, Mo's going to step in. Oh, good. We all know that oozes and spores are great. He's disturbing the room now. As you disturb the room, you notice to the north perhaps just some greenery, perhaps wild fungus that got out of control. You're not exactly sure, but... Perhaps this was an arboretum or some place that people go and sort of just relax and contemplate life, but it's grown out of control and it looks quite nasty. There's a lot of sharp branches in there. It looks like the native fauna 
has sort of mutated and got a, a little out of control. There also appears to be rubble to the northeast that's blocking any other progress if there were doors or other ways to get through this facility. Well, Mo's going to yell, don't worry, guys, it's just a bunch of plants. Be, be on your guard. It could be a xenomorph um, in here. Tuttle's going to kind of pop up to the door and do a uh, life sciences check and see if he knows anything about the plants. You got it. Make sure they're not poisonous or anything. Life science of 10. Everything's fine. Oh, thank God. Tuttle's, right. Tuttle is quote unquote only plus seven on life science. He gets spoiled with the computer and the engineering. But. So you basically biology was your gut course in college. I, I, I'm trained in life sciences. I will assist. Wow. Sorry, sorry. No, but, I, uh, I failed. <laughs> and John's yeah. reflex save actually jostles. Well, your that's arm. okay. I don't need any help. You guys, Akira. thanks. Oh, but my no God. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Rolling a natural 20 again. The luck right. of the dice continues. 33. You, uh, you taste the air and smell stuff. You think, well, other than it being incredibly stale and nothing has disturbed this area in millennia, if not God knows how long. Um, it just looks like the wildlife got a little out of control, but nothing dangerous. It doesn't look like it's alive or anything. You just probably shouldn't go in there. But, nothing uh, looks alive or dangerous, yeah. but, you, but I'm going to suggest since we're all wearing, well, at least I'm wearing uh, armor with spacesuit, I'm going to go into environmental mode and activate my helmet. Is that something we have to do? Or I assumed we were Let's always do it. in that mode. Yeah, we'll Just in case there's spores or something is, is nasty. That, or is that an option? Is that an option? Sure. GM? It is, yeah. 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 Okay. It's a power on your suit. Okay. Yeah, that's all it is. But you I guys have high-level suits, so that goes days with power. You guys are fine. Yeah. Oh, Mo's going to do that. And is this actually a spore here, or is that just like a general... Uh, no, just like plants. There's not it's actual a tumbleweed. Spores. It's just like, yeah, there's just like tumbleweeds, broken plants, just like, you know, just, just crazy wildlife that's sort of invading the uh, the building. But I, I wouldn't worry about it. Well, much. he's going to poke his pike. He's going to poke his pike at this one in the uh, southeast Oh, the corner. tumbleweed? Yeah, that sort of just as you hit it, it just dissolves. It looks like that that was maybe a potted plant that was here. This seems to be a room of some sort. There appears to be chairs that have dilapidated and other tables and such. Perhaps this was a waiting room or an entranceway of some sort. Well, any strong preference? Uh, we got two doors to the south, one to the east. The um, the room that's to the north, those, those are windows that are there. Yeah, I mean, the windows were pretty, for more or less, those were, yeah, right, those are windows looking in, but they have been cracked and destroyed. For all intents and purposes, whenever you see windows, you can more or less assume that they are most likely uh, destroyed and they're just openings. Ah, so. All right, Mo, um, your, your call and meets also. You guys have the pike. Like you go first. South is fine, but I have, a, I have a swoop hammer, actually, but it's pike enough. It's a pike with swoop a big hammer. chunk on it. It's a two-handed weapon. Uh, a two-handed swoop with reach. Meats. Always thinking a pike is a swoop hammer. Jeez. Happens all the time. I get it mixed up. It's a long piece of metal. Yeah, well, next time you need to do piercing damage, you'll know the difference. Um, Wait, gonna, some people do damage? Gonna open <laughs> the door. The door, here we yeah. go. It's a tunnel room. Oh, an operating theater, right? There's lots oh, of Oh, yeah, movies. this is definitely oh, a Oh, it's an operating theater, though. I'm just going to set up camp in here. You guys can explore the rest of the place. I or it could be an were, arena. I thought those were computer banks. I see how that's an operating room, though. <laughs> it's a lab. Tuttle's in heaven. <laughs> There's an operating theater. 
very large operating theater, as you can see. What's that? Approximately 60 feet in diameter, where there's benches all around leading down into a very large 25 by 20 foot chamber in the center. What normally would be in the center, like, you know, you would imagine tables and, you know, other operating materials, there appears to be a very large block of carbon type material it's really big maybe 15 by 15 feet and it's just wow. stuck in the middle of this theater and it's just like a block of something you're not exactly sure from this distance in addition about let's see 15 feet to the south you see what appears to be operating control panels computers and other other items uh, related to the theater Sounds like we got a... Uh, that appears to be a block of unobtainium. Yeah, we need a swoop hammer to, to, to bust that block up. Could yeah, be let's, let's check it out. Let's check it out. I'm going to go down these stairs. Yeah, Mo's going down too. Come on, guys. This is going to be fun. I'm hearing a lot of technical gobbledygook, and, you know, I'm just going to leave I'll it. I'll stand over here. I'll cover you. It doesn't look safe. Uh, as, as you go down, and then you look to the west, yeah, right next to Mo. There seems to be large control panels. One thing that's interesting is that there's um, there's lots of security features, and it looked like there was like locks and panels. All of that over the period of time has been smashed and just destroyed by Mother Nature. And there appears to be a massive red button on the panel. And there appears to be wording above the button. Normally, this panel looks like it would have been guarded by multiple fail-safes. But over the period of time, it's just wide open. Okay, so it's just a button on, like, a computer console? Oh, there's a couple buttons. There's, like, you know, there's, like, it's obviously computer consoles. There's no power or anything. It doesn't look like there's any power. But it looks like there's lots of computers. There was keyboards, switches. But there's a big-ass red button right in the middle. Uh, can we have a technical guy take a look at this button? Wait, wait, big button? Yeah. Press it. Don't. Well, nope. what? No, just nope. press it. Don't do it. No, no, no. I'm just pressing the button. Tuttle has not had a button he doesn't like, so Tuttle's I'm, 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 I'm a technical guy. Uh, no offense, but Squeaks Johnson over there needs to check a look at it. I'm going to try some uh, engineering okay. and see if I can figure it out. Uh, okay, I will assist, and I'm also going to ask if Cheddar concurs afterwards. Sorry, Cheddar's the actual brains in this operation. I will defer. Rusty isn't even on the map right now. No wonder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what? What is? Who's talking? I, I hear. He, voice. I quickly Rusty. moved in and assisted. Oh, Rusty's there. You you look at the button, and it looks like even though there's no power, it still works. Whatever this button was made for, it obviously was made to work in any situation, which is probably not the greatest thing or something really good depends how you look at it uh there are words above it and akiro can read it very clearly yes what does that say big red letters and it seems to be endless warnings it says emergency purge only push in level five red emergency situations i heard something something push something 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 okay push it Mm. Yeah, most pressing the button. This this is too much. I I can't stand it. I, I I'm pressing the 
button. I'm getting out of that room. Bo pushes the button. As he pushes no, the moved. button. No, no, no. Get, get <laughs> back where you are. You do not get a reaction. Get back in here, you coward. I'm on the other side of the door. I'm I am faster with my finger than you are. A nice playing with you, gentlemen. As he pushes wow. the button, you hear gears and other ancient materials cranking through the building. Things that have not moved in millennia are are slowly coming to life. See, this is you hear. See, this is this is so bad. Just you, you know. hear right, creaking, fine. cracking. Dust is coming off the ceilings. The whole room is shaking. And then, most importantly, the very large block in the middle of the room that was taking up so much of the room starts to <gasps> melt almost oh. disintegrate in a way almost like when han solo came out of the carbonite if you mm. oh that's the, oh that thank goodness there's nothing dangerous it's gonna melt away Woo! bro your hubris will be the end of you one day well this worked just fine i don't know you very well but oh we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to have a talk at some point <laughs> well the, uh the, you hear off in the distance like doors opening things creaking and you think you think you hear screaming in the right. distance, off into the east, in the rest of the building. I wouldn't worry about that screaming. It's uh, probably uh, just. I, 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 I'm thinking right. of cabin in the woods. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, we should press. Yeah. Most gonna yeah. press the button again to stop this. It, it could have been the purge button from cabin in the woods. I guess we're gonna find out. And Chris is right on. Anyhow, <laughs> you push the button. This carbonite flashes in a brilliant, bright light as it disintegrates. And you're kind of uh, blinded for a few seconds. And as you look up, a huge plant is in its place, roaring defiantly. Uh oh. Uh, roll for combat. Roll for combat. Oh, oh boy. Well, uh, Moe's going to try right to press the button again. We just got to press the button again. The, uh, the plant in front of you is taking up pretty much the same space as where the carbonite was taking up. It's a good 15 feet by 15 feet. Let's see. It's an enormous plant, twisted, knotted trunk. It now raises itself up to a full height of 20 feet. It has a large maw and tendrils sweeping around it at the base. Think of it as Audrey 2 when it was full size. Here's and it here. is... What? Audrey Jr. Audrey Jr. And it is screaming. And Meats is up first, and you're right next to this thing. Well, well, well. Uh, I do need to eat more salad. So here it comes. <laughs> I will uh, <laughs> call my swoop hammer into my hand. It blinks into my hand nice. as I nice. arc it down into its into its planty face. Let's see what my roll is. I think I have a plus 13 for this attack. Attack. Chablam. Wow. He uh, rolls a 19 for 32. Wow. Damn. Would have been so 34 close. points of damage, but the bludgeoning didn't seem to get all the way through. It seemed to bounce. Uh, what did I say? You need piercing, my friend. It's magic. Dude, 3d10 plus 16. Hello. Nice. Are, wow. you, are, you, are you done? 3D 10 plus 16. I think we got, I think we got a new soldier in the party. Um, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, yeah we done. do. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, Mo's a little wet worried. He, oh, he thank God we finally have a tank. Oh, we have been looking for one for so freaking long. Hey, oh. hey, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so at any rate, I'm going to help A non-button pushing tank. <laughs> yes, I know. My God, pushing that button was silly. I can't believe anybody. I that. never push a button. So, Good. first of all, I point at the creature and I yell out, Get him! And then I shoot at the creature. Get him does what? Yeah. Uh, hold on a moment. Uh, well, basically, with that uh, that uh, little uh, feint and the get him, you're all going to have an effective plus three to hit him. Ooh. By the way, you rolled another 19. That was a 20, a 19, and 19. Just saying. Well, but now I'm going to attack, and I'm going to roll a two. So that's The Akira factor is still coming. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, it didn't all work. Seven. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, my attack roll. However, you all have plus three to hit him. Uh, my work is done. I'm going to now go kill the beast, please. Moonflower. <laughs> what a hippie name. Moonflower. It's like Goldfinger. Think of it when I sing it, use the Goldfinger tone. Anyhow, I just need to look up one rule. Give me a sec. And while you're doing that, I'm going to actually like sort of find a link so you can hear how, what the song Goldfinger actually sounded like. More appropriate would be would be Cat Stevens' Moonshadow. Yeah, that would work better, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Keely and Rob, I, I think what you're... You've fallen into going on ten years. I have never in any role playing game walked into a room that had a button or a lever and didn't just say, "I'm not going to spend an hour actually discussing this." And I pull the lever. Wait, wait, what are we talking about now? If there's a button, you press the button. That's yeah. It. He yeah, built yeah, this. Sure. To, he put this button here. I think for me, this may have been something you wrote, Keely. In which case, you wrote it for me. But that's yeah, yeah. This, saying, is, this is all. This is all yeah. me. Oh no, this is <laughs> Steve. He me. put a big button in the middle of a room, knowing that yeah. we were press it. That's fine. Ring bell for trouble. Exactly. That is. I wasn't going to press it. I was going to. If, if the button had said "end of world, do not press button," it the, uh, we would all be dead right now. I would have studied yeah. it. Yeah. Too late. That giant stone statue that's alone in the middle of the room that has a little button at the base of it. Go press the button. Uh oh. So meats gets hit for KAC plus four easily, and with a thirty-four, although not that easily, had to roll a nineteen to do that. Good news is yeah. he only does eight point eighteen points of damage to you. The bad news is you are grappled, but he also has two other attacks because that was multi attack. So he bites you and starts grappling you, but his other attacks also go off, and those are going to hit the other guys standing next. To I do have a little bit of kinetic damage reduction. Yeah, no, you have uh, kinetic am- damage reduction. Everyone has. Yeah. everybody has. That I don't. Damage. Everyone. I used to. I don't. Well, well, yeah, your character used to, but you will. I fire it. The tentacles whip out. One hits Mo, hits him for 21, but only 14 points of damage because someone else has kinetic resistance. The best. And then another tentacle whips out, hitting Akiro for 18 points of damage. Dun, dun, dun. And now Toddles. So two tentacles whip, meets is grappled, and this thing looks like it wants to eat you like Audrey did. Tuttle. Oh, you're right next to this thing, Tuttle, by the way. Right where you want to be. Boy, that's a good place for me to be, huh? Um, I'm going to... I probably can't, like, five foot any further back, can I? Um, to the upper left, in the corner. Is the, is the, are the corner, like, the, are the partial pieces of the circle count as places I could... I could say you could five foot step back, like, directly back in front of you. But this thing, you can tell without having to make a check 
has at probably least has reach anyways. Right? Fifteen plus foot reach with its tentacles and mouth. Yeah, this thing has this thing could probably hit the, almost the whole room. Oh, Wait, brother. including me? Oh no, I'm outside. Oh, oh God. definitely you. No, no, no. I'm not worried about that. Uh, well, and I'm going to go full defense for the moment. And can I still give? I can st- since it's in my since my uh, cheddar chip is in my brain, I can still give him orders. So I'm going to have yeah, Cheddar. and he also has that advanced technology, advanced AI now. So. Yeah, so I'm going to have Cheddar attack, but I'm going to just kind of defend. Tuttle's like, ah, oh, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> Cheddar, save me. Junk Cannon tries to hit. Good uh, job there, Cheddar. What you rolled? A fifth. You rolled a six. Lasco, the All only right, one safe. The only one safe from the monster, because he knows a thing or two about surviving. Well, thing or two about pressing big red buttons and say purge only press in, in the emergencies. I'm gonna do a trick attack. Huh? What's this yeah, trick I'm attack? I'm an operative. Baby. Oh, what is that? Boy, hopefully that's a good thing. It's a great thing when it works. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Maybe. Nice. Sense motive for your trick attack? What's this plant? I'm a detective, so I use sense motive. I'm like, what's this plant's deal anyway? What's this giant plant's deal? Um, and if I put it, no, I'm just, no, no, not really. I'm just sensing. Okay. I'm just joking around. Um, so I'm going to attack him. Uh, whoops. Uh, how do I do this? Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> womp womp. You have officially joined the party, Lasko. <laughs> Failure. Failure is how you join the party. You just herojied. Ha! Actually, he's not here. He's not here to defend you. Keely, although Keely's when you roll one for damage, but close There's enough. One damage. It's yeah, a Keely. That's, that's a Keely. Uh, Mo is up. Um, if I more rich man run to, if if I, I run think. to the opposite corner of meats, uh, do I get flanking? Is he still considered engaged with a, someone, an opponent with a melee weapon? I don't think so. Like if I go there. No, because he's... Uh, I don't know, actually. You're grappled. And grappled doesn't mean you're not. You just can't make attacks of opportunity. Well, it means you can't take attacks of opportunity. So, yeah, you are uh, you you can... you could. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, there you go. Okay. I am going to take the attack of opportunity. Oh, oh good. I'm going there. I'm so happy to have another yeah. melee person. I'm so, so happy. Oh, it's got uh, so many tentacles. No, grappling. He's grappling too, so it's a free, oh, okay. free move. Tuttle could have moved oh. all along. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Welly, welly, so well, well. Yeah, I'm not finding the inherent humor in that. All right. Uh, since he has plenty of movement, uh, he's going to use some of his movement to pose heroically before attacking the monster. And he is going to attack with his level one pike. He's so le- le- proud. Level one. It's level yeah. two, actually. Well, level two, actually. He's yeah, so proud of his level two pike. He's going to go this Yikes. entire adventure and never increase his weapon. Well, he'll have a new character if that's the case. <laughs> uh, I believe I have, let's see, uh, it's plus, plus five. One. Plus actually seven. Just go. Just go. I'll do the math. Just go. All right. Got more to do. All right. I'm just going to, without. Wow, you did, you did great. Wait How much a minute. Did wait a minute. That is, that is not right. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> D8 plus 16, and you did a net 9 damage. Okay. You rolled 19, but something's off, man. Something's wrong. It's does it, The piercing also seemed to bounce off the creature. 
Do we have any characters that have any goddamn health or life or bioscience checks to figure out what this yep. thing is, is doing? Please yep. uh, do that. Akiro. It's a plant. Use fire. Or weed killer. Yeah, sorry. I was I was being annoingly logical oh, okay. there. I okay, so I will do yeah, a okay. science check. Okay. What is this crazy xenomorphic plant? Eh, 17. Oh, wow. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, it's too alien. It's actually too low. It's too low. Too alien. Okay. Uh, well, I know my I know my, my weapon should damage it, but I'm going to move first. Wait. I can move up there, right? No attacks yeah. of opportunity. No attacks of opportunity. That's about 30 feet away. Okay, good. All right. So let's fire. Wait, can you run away farther fire! than that somehow? I mean, maybe you can I run wish outside. I wish I could run away further, okay. actually. You could go behind Lasko. Yeah, you can always leave the room. Unfortunately, my, my, my rifle has a very... Total position is getting range. less and less attractive right now. All right, I'm attacking. Um, I'm getting, what, a plus two? Plus three from me and plus one from... Uh, plus one from... Just uh, go. Mo. Plus four in that. I'll do, I'll do them now. I did it already. Even with a plus four and being grabbed, a three ain't going to cut it. Swing! Swing, bada, bada, bada. Whee! Okay, done. Meats. Uh, am I able to use a 2E weapon or no? You cannot move or take two-handed actions. Two-handed weapon actions. That is correct. All right. I have to punch it with my armor storm punching. You get, you get yourself out of that grapple. It's going to swallow it. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you chose the wrong name, really. Oh, no. I'm delicious. Meats. Meat. He saw that. He's like, ooh, meats. Time <laughs> to eat. How do I break out of this? Uh, what kind of role? Uh, acro a strength, acrobatics, acrobatics, or making it making attack roll or uh, athletics, attack roll. Yeah, that's how you get out of grapples. Attack, attack rolls. You don't have a combat maneuver bonuses anymore. Uh, right, a melee attack is plus thirteen. Let's try it. You, you got to hit KAC plus eight. Right. Well, well you can two. You can either do. There's two ways. You can either do it a melee attack and hit KAC plus eight to escape. Well, this thing is going to be massive. Or you can do uh, acrobatics, I believe. Uh, since it's an attack, can I get a plus two flanking? Bonus? Wait, flanking? Yeah, sure. And plus one from me because of... Uh, and plus uh, three from me. Actually, no. Not that. You don't get no, the no, plus no. one. You don't get no. I'll get a plus He's three from uh, Rusty. You get mine, yes. Yeah. And uh, plus two from flanking. Is that right? And also a plus two because it is also in the grappled condition. Or does that just even it's Well, it's a minus two to its AC, but no, that nets out because you both okay, have, minus. have a minus. He has a minus two, two to his okay. attack roll, and that is a minus two to the AC, so it's, it's a net zero. So you uh, get a so plus So this three. is going to be... Plus five with the flanking. Plus five. Plus five. Flanking. Yeah, plus five. So it's going to be uh, plus 18 total to this roll. Okay. Let's see. Oh, huh? that's nice. Good. 30. Let's see if 30. What's its case? Not good enough, probably. KAC, I'm looking for it. Plus eight. KC plus eight. It is 30. (laughs) Nice. You suck. Uh, Actually, uh, that's very good news. It means you got out on a 12. Yeah, well, plus 18. You get out, and then you do some damage, too. Uh, Can I take a guarded step or no? Oh, wait, wait. That that hit equals a hit? Oh, no, no, no. That's a standard action was breaking out of the grapple. Yeah, it's a standard action breaking out of the grapple, so it doesn't do damage. So then you can do a guarded step, sure. Sure. I'm still within my reach range. Oh, nice. Although Don't when you were there problem. before, you and Mo could have like clinked pikes in the middle of it because you both had 10 foot 
I still do. I still have reach. Yeah, we still yeah, do he that. Reach. He has reach. Rusty's up. Uh, Rusty sort of is spinning his weapon around. And he's saying, hey, Meats, I don't want you to believe that it was only because of me that you got out of that. But, well, if you do the math. I sort of do. Well, okay, look, I'm just going to go. Yeah. All right, I am, first of all, as a move action, I'm yelling at everyone, still get him. Like when I told you to get him before, keep getting him. Go I missed. get him. Double get him. Then I'm going to make an attack. 35 bluff for my faint attack. Yeah, he's fainted. It has the vapors. And I'm making my regular And I rolled a one. Okay. Uh, wow. I, I accomplished nothing except to, again, give you all plus three to hit. And I look around behind me and I wave at Lasco and say, it's fun back here, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, we're not getting eaten at least. As the plant has its jaw ripped open by meats and it plopped meats on the ground, the plant looks around and sees a fuzzy little friend sitting next to it and says, Mouse! Not really, but it sounds like that. Feed me. Tuttle looks angry. Mo, you are off the Christmas card list. Yeah, Tuttle. Oh, he rolls it too. He's he's quick. Oh. He's t- Tuttle is nimble. He like he's like ha and he like dodges out of the way. He does not get eaten. Very good. But here comes the tennis. See, see, Doctor Tuttle, aren't you aren't you happy you did this? Okay, now that I've been hit, I continue to question his strategy. I have done him no damage. I've pointed at him and yelled some noise. It's a mindless plant. It doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah, mindless creatures tend to go for the thing that hurt them. All right. It senses your inherent deliciousness. It, it, it tried I, to eat I the rat. I am it tasty. Missed. It tried to slam Mo. It missed. But then it can sense the cowardice in Rusty <laughs> and hit you solidly with an 18 for 26. That's max damage. You got and hit don't forget for the smell. Max. Well, as long as, yeah, as long as you had a logical reason, then that's fine. Yeah, we all sense the cowardice. Settles up. I prefer the term pragmatism. Now, since he doesn't have anybody grappled, I can't move safely, can I? You can take a I can two guard foot steps. I can do guarded step. Yeah. All right, I'll do the double guard if you step. really wanted to. Yes. You well, can no, because I want to save one to move. Or, Stay. No, okay, go yeah. behind me because I have bodyguard. I can do my best to protect you. All right, hold on. You can do anyone you're adjacent to. Yeah, but I want to protect Tuttle. There you go. And then Cheddar still has a standard action, so he can still go. He can't move, but you can have him still attack. Oh, he can't move. move. Then he's shooting through cover. Yeah, he can shoot through everyone. I mean, he has a line attack, but I'm going to say the plant is 20 feet high and you guys are on stairs. So three-dimensional space, you can shoot forward and it won't hit you guys. It'll just hit the plant. Okay? Come on. I'd like to update her. I I, I think... Akira showed up and we got better rolls. And then someone else showed up and our rolls went into the toilet. Somebody else showed up. I don't know who it was. I can explain it after... If we we survive, I'll explain it. How the the Lord uh, Asmodeus balances everything. Oh, Lasko goes. All right. uh, I think... uh, Rusty, you think you got something with that that, that whole fire thing? I'm going to drop my regular pistol and pull out my laser sniper rifle and uh, quick draw it uh, and shoot. All nice. right. Go for it. You rolled a three. And he rolled a three. The okay. Scales. Yeah. Uh, here's my question. And uh, 
Kaylee, Rob, I'm going to let you two decide which one of you is cursing us. Or is it the combination? It's not me. I guarantee Okay. It. So you pointed I'll immediately you, at I'll Kaylee. tell you right now. Yeah. I didn't write these rules. And I didn't make this game to make you roll. I'll well, tell you that. Well, I well you, you'd make a game that didn't have any rolling, Rob? I doubt that. I did not. I didn't do it. You have to have rolls. It's the best part. You would have uh, rolling in it. I'll tell you what. I'm better at games that roll than pick fucking cards. I'll tell you that one. (laughs) That is true. If you want, there is a card deck in D20 Pro if you want me to switch out the dice. Oh, please no. Rob got a a character of his eaten by a little baby bear. I'll tell you a story. How did you get eaten by a baby? Where were you playing? Like a pixie? It was ferocious. I was playing an orc. Uh, no, no, can't. Whoa, 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 no. whoa, wait, wait, no. wait, wait. A no. baby bear no. ate an orc. What? Well, the baby bear from this it's hungry, story. It's hungry. No, look, let's just keep going. Oh, as I don't in... want to tell the story. Yeah, tangent, tangent. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to relive that terror. Mo, you're up. <laughs> uh, Mo is going to do a uh, full attack. He's going to press on with his uh, uh, piercing damage. He's going to try to get some physical damage in there anyway. So he's going to attack twice. I believe uh, he is not attacking at minuses, but... Just go. I'll do the math. Yep. He's letting you do the math. Uh, it's a gentleman seven. Jeez. Damage. Oh, Two man. hits. Good news is Mo hits on a really low. You only rolled a nine. You can hit. Bad news is you... Wow, it's fun when they have damage to resistance. You guys have seven. He has ten. So that's like a good 30, 40 points you guys have missed out on damage. This is fun. I do like this. Akira's up. All right. I know something it can't miss. As he pulls out a a spent battery, and with arcane gestures and language, you've seen this one time before, and he launches the battery magically at the square to the left of Mo, and it explodes. Did you just throw a grenade at Mo? No, not a grenade. Wait, what? Uh, Mo is excluded from the damage. Oh, that's good. You're fireballing the monster. Okay. Yes. And here is the damage. It's. Is it glorious? 30, 36 fire damage. <laughs> Saving throw. Uh, reflex, right? DC 18 reflex. Oh, that's a fail. fail. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Eat that salad. Uh, Dr. Tuttle, your thirty-six lab is, your lab has just been trashed. Actually, fire damage. Oh, hello. From the depths of hell, I curse. Wow. <laughs> the that creature awesome. screams in pain and agony, and suddenly it looks at Akiro and has a new target. Wait, I still have a move action. Hello. Oh, okay. Get okay. the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I all right, let's do No, no, Akiro goes. Akiro has a move action. Uh-oh. I, uh-oh. I don't like the way it's looking at me. Uh, I'll, I'll retreat back to there. Attack of opportunity. Uh, I don't it think so. You. How can it attack me? Oh, no yeah. Way. Why? Yeah. 20 foot reach. Yeah. 20 foot reach. 20 yeah. foot reach, baby. Oh. <laughs> Bing. The good news it bites you. Worth the it. The bad news is it doesn't bite you enough to grapple you and eat you, so you still get away. Yeah, that's good. I have really good armor. So, does it take any damage from my armor spikes? I don't know. I don't know. I'll take a look at that. Meats is up. What were you going to say, Bob? All right. I'm still flanking, right? You are. Oh, yeah. Should I uh, risk it and do a double attack? Yes. 
I thought you can't. It's under super power. Oh, so, no. Oh, let me check. No. You can't. That's why I use a pike. It is unwieldy. Yeah. Aha. Just do one big good hit. One do big one delicious one. big delicious attack. Put on extra mayo. And don't forget the onions. Oh, meats, meat. Yeah. Damn, baby. Another 19. 30 nice. points mitigated to 20 of damage. That is a lot of damage. Damn. You taking Let's notes? Go, you, you taking Let's notes. go, salad. Kelly, I'll that show roll, you. That roll actually does give a good argument that you're the one that's dragging the, the rolls down. I mean, he just got a 19. His second 19. Rusty's up. And I don't think uh, I don't think I have a clear shot for the first time yet. This is very exciting. I will never let a salad defeat me ever uh, again. You yeah. get a meat, <laughs> meat versus salad. A salad almost ate you. <laughs> the worst. This is like a personal nightmare, isn't it? Veg- vegetarians are rising up to attack you. In Russia, salad eats you. Uh, okay, so for my move action, I say, "Hey, remember when we were getting them? I want that to continue. Keep getting them." And, eh, that'll probably be enough. Uh, bluff of 31 uh, for the uh, faint check. Uh, yeah, barely, barely. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I was not certain. Oh my god, I rolled a 1 again. God damn it, Keely. <laughs> oh, Don't wow. Don't blame him. Why? Why would I not? Because it's him? the scale, the, ba- the scales are in balance now. I understand. Yeah, no, I, I think Asmodeus actually always weighs the deck in his own favor and doesn't give a damn about your balance. Oh, uh, he does. He cares about balance. The Moonflower gives off a scream, and suddenly it explodes in a pulse of bright light from its body. Everybody, except for Cheddar, give me a fortitude save. Wait, I'm very far away. Everyone within 50 feet. Uh, he actually does. He's not in line of sight. Uh-oh. I don't think. He actually, is. I'm going to argue for Chris. He is. He okay. is actually in line of sight. He's in line of sight. Because the door is a double door. He can see it. Um, let's see. Mo rolls a 20. He's fine. Tuttle rolls a 15. He's fine. Laska rolls a 14. Is not fine. Meats rolls an 11. What, what kind of save? Fortitude? Five. Fortitude. Rusty rolls a 22 and is fine. And Akira rolls a 6 and is not fine. Akiro, Meats, and Lasco are all blinded by the light. Wrapped up like a douche? Yes. Another roller in the night? Yes. Correct. You're flat-footed. You take a minus four penalty to strength and dex-based checks and oppose perception checks. You fail perception checks, and you have to do an acrobatics check to move faster than half speed or you fall prone. Um, I presume that's not going to do very good when you try to attack that way either. And it also wow. takes a five foot step. I know it's not called five foot step, I don't care. Goes right up to meats because it's tasty. It wants some of that delicious Arby's. Tuttles up. Who's not blinded, by the way? I am going to. I'm going to guarded step, and I'm going to shoot him. And I don't know if Sonic does any damage to this guy, but we'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yes, full damage. You hit. Nice. 22. Nine points of damage. Sonic seems to do quite well. It's almost like you're a hedgehog doing Sonic damage. Okay, not really, but close. Then Cheddar will attack. Nice. And that should actually be extra damage, because his weapon is fire and electrical. 
Yeah. Nice. Cheddar. Cheddar. Glory of the kill. Oh, thank God Cheddar saved us. Glory of the kill. Best role for combat character ever. Cheddar. What happened? I can't see anything. Did we do it? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm blind. Help me. I'm blind. Uh, Mo is going to go, Marco. <laughs> the moonflower falls, and as it dies, it falls on top of Meats, and he's now buried under the flower. And he's just oh, no. screaming and yelling. He's like, oh, it's got me. It's, it's got, got me. me. It's got me again. The salad's going to eat me. It's really more of a garnish. Mo, don't ever do. Don't push any more buttons, Mo. It's so right. embarrassing. I, 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 Rusty gave me encouragement, and I, I, I leave the button pushing to the professionals. Okay, know. so press the button again. Uh, where's the button? Is is is, is there another button? <laughs> There's a button. It's the same button. It's been pushed so many times now that uh, it no more. The first one seemed to initiate the countdown sequence, and now it's just it, nothing's happening. But you do is hear movement. Now? It's quiet, oh. but you hear movement and you hear creaks and things coming from the east. All right. I, 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 can I do some kind of roll to see how long this blindness lasts? It's gone already. Okay, good. It was just like two rounds. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, oh, I thought it was permanent. <laughs> that's, that's too mean even for me. All right, everyone get ready. There might be something coming. Hey, everyone. Steve here. So it's so much fun when Jason Keeley and Rob Tamarco join the show. They always come as a pair. Since they're best friends in real life, I always have to have them game together. Something I had to do because Jason wrote the adventure, I couldn't run it as written because Jason would know what's going to happen. So this mini-adventure they're going on right now, I just wrote this myself. I just took a pre-made Paizo map. It's just a hospital Starfinder map, part of the map pack. And I just made a mini-adventure out of the map pretty easy i found some monsters that approximately their level and next week you're gonna see well you'll see what happens there's some surprises next week and jason gets <laughs> jason gets pretty excited let's just say as for their backstories being nearly the same as akiro's that was just a weird accident because i was actually working getting jason and rob on the show months before Akira even like came into existence because it can take me weeks or months to get a Paizo person on the show because they're so busy. It requires a tremendous amount of coordination. So I already had their story and how they were going to get in the show and who they were going to play. And I thought it'd be more fun if they played the actual characters from episode 28. I also thought it'd be funny that they just sort of showed up and they were bumbling around and needed the role for combat guys help. And then Akira showed up, and we kind of came up with the same story. So, yeah, that ship is just filled with people who infiltrated the cult. I also figured, you know what? These death cults, how hard can they really be to infiltrate? I imagine that 99% of the time, these death cults, they don't really cause that much trouble. They're more like always in the background. But this is the first time in which the death cult might actually result in blowing up and destroying all of civilization. So, yeah, these guys are able to infiltrate and get into the cult. But the cults are so nasty and so disgusting that even they couldn't really stick with it. It was too much for anyone who is a complete fanatic to go all in. And these law-abiding citizens... 
They tried to infiltrate the death cult. They were able to hang out there. But when they were actually asked to sort of do some of the nasty stuff that the death cult required, they couldn't do it. And so they just sort of abandoned it when they got a chance. As for a GMPC tip this week, also known as Roll to Assist, I forgot to record one. I don't know how that happened. I just had a lot going on this week, and Param and I, we weren't able to coordinate. Plus, I had to do a lot of work in Grimmer Space, so my Grimmer Space work came first. So hopefully they'll be back next week. Again, if you got a question for Param or myself, feel free to write it this week. I'm actually going to record a whole bunch of answers later this week with Param, so we'll make sure you hear that in a future episode. Again, just go to the Roll for Combat Discord channel, just send me a question, go to also, you could also go to the No Direction Discord channel, ask Param a question, and either one of us will get your questions and we'll answer it on the show. As for some really quick show notes, new podcast every single Tuesday. Do subscribe to us on iTunes and Android, and do leave us a review. It really helps out a lot. Don't forget, Jason's Talking Combat column is every single Thursday. Do check out the Discord. We added some new sections to make it easier for new people where you can go and ask questions. We're also updating the method used when signing up for a society game, whether it's Starfinder or Pathfinder. So we're going to make it much easier for people to find games, although there's always games going on there. Usually pretty easy to find out. Also, if you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. I am going to be adding a new Akiro t-shirt to the mix. And also, I forgot to say, if you look at this week's artwork, that is what Akiro looks like. If you're wondering what Akira looks like, just check out the artwork for this week, and there you go. And yes, that is an Asmodeus symbol on his chest. He is actually training to become a Hell Knight, so that is his story. Of course, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Check out our Reddit channel. Check out the Patreon. We've, we've been putting out cool things there. I've been putting out the episode early almost every single week, usually day early. So if you want to hear it before anyone else, just go to the Patreon. You can give as little as two bucks and you can hear the episode early. Do subscribe to us because not only is there the Dead Sons Adventure Path, but we have a ton of interviews coming up with tons of people from Paizo. We're going to be talking all about their upcoming adventure paths, their upcoming products, and most importantly, a little thing called Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We're going to be talking about that quite a bit in the next few months. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of those interviews. And then finally, don't forget to enter the PaizoCon contest. You have until April 23rd. That is when I'm going to announce the winner. You get a free trip to PaizoCon. You get to play a private game of Grimmer Space with myself and Sean Aston. You get to hang out with us. You get to meet Rob. You can meet Jason. You can meet all the Paizo people. You can meet some of the friends of the show. You get a free t-shirt and lots of fun things. And PaizoCon is just awesome in general. Who doesn't want to go to PaizoCon? You get to play role-playing games for four days in a row. How is that not fun? And every single person from Paizo is there. They're approachable. You can just hang out with them, have dinner with them, have a drink with them. They're just there. It's really casual. It's not like Gen Con or Comic Con or any of these other cons where there's a trillion people. If you went to a convention back in the 80s or back in the early 90s and it would be just in a small hotel with just a small group of people and it was really fun and intimate, that is PaizoCon. It's a very cool, intimate con that is very accessible to everyone. I really love it. It's one of my favorite cons currently. 
And also a shout out to Paizo because they wrote an article about me. Check it out if you didn't see it last Friday. The Paizo blog, they mentioned the contest, they mentioned the show. Thank you so much, Paizo, for supporting us. But with that, tune in next week where we're going to finish up the adventure with Jason and Rob. Find out if they can get to their ship or they stranded here forever. Talk to you and see you guys next week. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that a mystic a day keeps the sickness away.